The goal of leadership is the reason it starts within with self-leadership is because you can't take anybody to where you haven't gone. And even if it looks like you've got the money and the cars and the house and the bling and the ding and whatever the heck it is, not true. Your energy imprint and the way you carry yourself, the way you speak to people, the way you raise the standard and hold people accountable to what you're expecting, that's the difference maker in what people feel. So how do you turn your business into an actual brand? Well, my name is Bijal Patel and I've had 13 years of corporate experience working at big Fortune 500 companies and I'm taking all of that juicy firsthand experience and have brought it into my company launch. Within this podcast, you're gonna learn about branding, vision, identity, mindset, and how to scale your business to the next level. So let's go ahead and own your brand. So how to get better clients. So at this point in your journey, I'm speaking to people who are already established or at least semi-established business owners. And when you're first getting started, you're going to take the run in the mill. Anybody who ends up coming to you as a client, they're willing to pay you money for your service. You're good to go. But after six months, one year, two years, three years, you start to naturally want to up-level your clients. And at first you do that by just trying to find better clients or by just raising the price. But the key to be able to get better clients is by being an amazing client yourself. So that's the code that nobody wants, except for it's the one that works the best. Let me define what being an amazing client looks like. Number one, you are growth-minded and you are open to ideas. So I have my camera crew right here. They have me doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't always agree with what we're doing or what the after effects are, but because they brought the idea to me and I'm paying them for their expertise, while I might argue or want to go back and forth on why are we making this decision to understand their thinking, I'm still going to play ball. That makes an amazing client. So make sure when you say you're growth-minded, you're actually following through in your own actions. So karma is real, energy is real. The way you show up in the world is exactly what you're gonna receive back. So when you're open-minded to getting the coaching, getting the feedback, learning, and doing things that are outside of your comfort zone, you're making another vote towards are you in the growth identity camp or are you in the fixed mindset camp? And it's even good to just Google it and take a look at that and remember what are the characteristics and traits that are associated with being growth-minded versus being fixed-minded. Number two, we always pay our bills on time. Always, literally. The only reason we have any hesitation in paying a bill is if I'm the one who has to do it. So I have my team assigned to do it and we make true to what we strive as a business when we are, our vendors ask for payment, we understand that they're small business owners and that they're operating on tight cash conversion cycles and they are expecting that MRR or they're expecting their invoice to get paid. We don't play around with people's money and we pay on time. That's a huge part of where we are at. If we don't pay on time for some reason, let's say it slipped through the cracks, which happens from time to time, or we just forgot or things happen and the vendor has to bump us up. I literally apologize for this happening and make it a point to say, hey, this is not how we like to treat our vendors. We're so sorry. I'm the problem here. I miss this. My team asked to pay it, X, Y, Z. So 
as you're thinking about when you're griping, hey, my clients aren't paying on time or their card got declined or XYZ, the very first thing to do is look in the mirror and say, am I paying my vendors on time? And if I accidentally make a mistake, do I own up to it? So money is energy. The cycle is infinite. And you won't even believe, you will not believe the amount of small business owners who have gripes with other people about this, but they themselves don't do the same thing. So make sure you hold true to your word. Integrity is one of those invaluable characteristics. It's a differentiator. Like being an integrity is an unfair advantage as a business owner. Your integrity will go past you far and wide. So everyone talks about how bad reputation spreads fast. Being in integrity and literally being a good human being and like doing what you say you're going to do, it also spreads fast and it creates this enormous padding around you as a business owner, almost like a moat around you as a business that's called grace. Your clients will give you grace. Your vendors will give you grace. If you mess things up, it'll be okay because you have established who you are character-wise and people are bought into you. They want to support you. They want to see you win. They're thinking about ways to creatively solve your problems or new ideas of what you should try next. So you have to always make sure you're treating people in that same regard. So if you walk around with integrity, I promise you that will come back. The third way to get higher quality clients um, by showing up as that yourself is making sure that when you're in whatever program or in your group or you're in a community, that you're always feeding back into the community garden. So you don't want to be what I call the ask hole, which is the person who just keeps asking stuff and then never does anything about it or just ask stuff for the pure beautiful sound of their own voice and they're not going to actually do anything about it. So in any kind of mastermind environment, any program you're in, any type of client portal you're in, if even if you go to an event, you're with a group of people and you always want to make sure you are seeding the ground so there's future harvest, not being the one who's plucking all of it out. When you create that kind of energy within the client portals and groups you're in, you're going to get noticed by who the leader is. You're going to get noticed by who the team is. And I promise you that will pay itself in dividends, in absolute dividends. The intention is not to be like, I want to be a leader in the group. That's not the intention. The intention is to say, I want to be a role model for what this group values, believes, and teaches. That's how you become an amazing client. So when you show up with those three things and you do it consistently, you will just by karma, as easy as it can be, it will come back to you in the world. Literally, you will get more of yourself in the world. The interesting thing, I was talking to my team about this the other day. We evaluate hundreds of businesses and we take them through this brand 360 exercise, which is our version of an intake. And it's a one-on-one -on -one call with me and we do a deep dive into the person's business because I want to get an exacting idea of where is this business coming from? What is the name? What is the tagline? What's the story behind the name? What's the founder's, what's the founder's story like from childhood? What motivates them about what they're doing right now? You know, what is their ideal avatar? Who's the exact person? And then who's like an okay fit? And then who's a bad fit? Um, down to what their offer is pricing. And so it just goes on and on and on. And it's a really deeply comprehensive worksheet. 
down to the point where every single question and the order of which the questions are put, I have analyzed and studied them over the past four years that we've been doing this. I was evaluating someone's um, brand 360 and they described who their most ideal avatar is. And in there, they were saying somebody who's, you know, growth minded, who's coachable, fast to take action, you know, willing to do the hard things, commits to what their vision and their goal is, is communicative, is open-minded to try things that otherwise don't fit the bill, um, and is willing to give us feedback if we ever need to have it. And when I realized that this is the same set of principles that every single person wants client-wise, every single one of us want the same client when it comes to psychographics. And that's when I realized, Ooh, this is a pattern. This is a pattern. And the coolest thing about human nature is when you can find a pattern, this is the best cheat code on the entire planet because people are super duper duper noisy. That's why there's all these books about leadership and team training and blah, blah, blah. Use KPIs to get people to do X, Y, Z. And then you have Gary V love on your people because that's what really matters. And you learn how to communicate with people. But the thing that people will not admit is that culture and people, it's, it is something that takes emotional mastery and finesse. And it's not often that it's the same answer. So you have to be able to have a fingertip feel on in this scenario, in this situation, based on the people that are in the room, the temperature of the room, that's a feel thing. You've got to be able to feel it. And the relationship I have with this person, the relationship they have with that person, and all these data points have to happen in your mind for you to be able to understand how you should communicate in that room and how you should communicate with that person. And it's so fascinating to me that we know that humans are the noisiest thing out there, but they are also the highest leverage group that's out there. You can use AI, you can use tools, you can use XYZ, but if you can get a group of human beings to follow you, and if you are able to influence them to do awesome things for you and towards your big picture mission and vision, you have won, my friend. This is the goal of leadership. The goal of leadership is the reason it starts within with self-leadership is because you can't take anybody to where you haven't gone. And even if it looks like you've got the money and the cars and the house and the bling and the ding and whatever the heck it is, not true. Your energy imprint and the way you carry yourself, the way you speak to people, the way you raise the standard and hold people accountable to what you're expecting that's the difference maker in what people feel. People feel that energy exposure to who you are and they will become loyal steeds, but you have to understand the fine balance between edifying people and bringing them up and then also holding people to where you want your standards to go because it's in their best interest because when we get there together, they're going to be rewarded for it and they're going to be super proud of it. And you're going to be super proud of where they are and who they have become. So this is a lot to say about who is an amazing and great client and how do you get them, but it's the same intricacies that involve people. Getting a higher tier, higher quality, more sophisticated client, their leadership is going to be better. Their communication is going to be better. Their standards of excellence are going to be better than your average client. 
So what you can do to prepare for that, because you have to prepare for it before it arrives, is you have to become that person yourself. So it starts with self-leadership, communication, and then being able to edify and bring up the situation so that your standard of delivery matches what their expectations are. So if you're matching expectations in 2024, I mean, I'm probably going to wave you down and say you have a client fulfillment and attrition problem. And you're going to be like, what are you talking about? We haven't lost anybody yet. When you meet someone's standards, you're doing bare minimum and they are always looking for an opportunity, no matter how much they say they love you, they're always looking for an opportunity of like, should they just delete you off their P&L? Should they just delete you off um, in terms of using you? So you have to exceed what those expectations are. And that could be through delivery. It could be experience. It could be through results. It could be through mindset. It could be through feelings. It could be surprise and delight, gifts, um, knowing what their love language is, going the extra mile, being there for them when you didn't have to. And this takes me back to a story. I have a client right now, a dear client who just had a garage fire happen in his house. It's like absolutely insane. And he's so lucky that nothing more happened to his family because he's got two daughters, he's got a wife, and the fire somehow got contained in the garage. Well, it's important that I have a lot of touch points with this person right now. And I'm already, already did the whole like, oh, we're here to support you, texted him and his wife and all of that. But now I'm looking for a step beyond that to say, what else am I going to do to show this person that I'm thinking about them, I'm praying about them, and I have them in my heart and spirit to show them that I am loyal to any of the crap they're going through. I have another client right now who just told me she is a lawyer and they're dealing with death threats because of a divorce case that is turning sour and it's absolutely insane. And she's a powerhouse of a woman, but all of her staff is like shaken up by this because they're like, well, our location is public. They're not like a digital company. Location is public. They have to go to court next week. All of these things. And she's like, this makes me so happy that we are so clear on our mission and our vision because it's in times like this that we have to check in with ourselves on why are we actually doing this? So it's incredible to see. And I was like, Hey, tell me whatever you need. I'm so glad you shared this with me. If you need to just talk or, you know, need to be emotionally or mentally supported, let me know. Cause we're here for that too, beyond the branding. And I could just see her whole body soften and her heart open up because she wasn't expecting that. And just even though she didn't need it at the moment, she knows that that door is open for her to be able to knock on. And as I continue my journey of learning and growing and exposing myself to people and doing the next thing that's scary as heck, people ultimately just want to be seen and understood and validated for exactly who they are. If you can get that down pat to get them to feel seen understood and validated for exactly who they are, you have so much more runway to take them to all the amazing places they will go, but they will not go there because they don't believe they can go there. And you have to help them in finding that belief within themselves. And again, the way to do that is by finding the belief within you. So to frame this all up for you, for you to have higher quality clients, 
who are going to pay you better, who are going to be easier to fulfill, who are funner to work with. Maybe they don't take less time, but they take less energy because they're fun. You want to see them win. You're invested in their stuff. You're thinking about them when you go take a shower. I'm like that with my clients, like trying to figure out what to name somebody's stuff or thinking about where is this person's vision? What is their future self supposed to be? What is this itch I'm getting in my gut that I see something for them, but it's not quite materializing for me. And I'm taking everything that they've said data points wise and compiling it together to say, this is where this person needs to go. And they are not aware of it themselves. And I'll bring up the idea in a very open forum. Like, you know, this thing is coming to me. I'm actually feeling like this could be an amazing direction for you. And boom, immediately they will be like, yeah, that's crazy. You said that. I was actually just thinking about this other day. So this is how literally the tactical, how you get people to open up and to receive your coaching and your training and the great advice you're trying to give them, whether you're an expert, whether you're a service provider, agency owner, you're a financial coach, a planner, a business coach, a mindset coach. It doesn't matter if you teach karate class, it does not matter what you do. The power of influence is the difference maker between if somebody can experience what your expertise is to the full 10th power versus somebody who's kind of like, yeah, they're not totally bought into you because you're not totally bought into them.